And we're live. Welcome to Test Talks Podcast, folks. The first episode for the month of July. This is week one of July 2020. And uh, welcome to the podcast, folks. Welcome my one of my good buddies, Paul Tesla Canuck. Welcome to the show, buddy. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's going good. It's been yeah. uh, a, a few weeks since you've been on. So thanks for yeah. gracing us with your presence. Well, thanks for having me. No problem, no problem. Uh, it's been um, we're, we have one more guest, the the other staple of uh, Tesla Talks podcast, uh, Mother Frunker. He's just running a little bit behind, so hopefully he can join us soon and just jump in. Uh, but you know, buddy, it's the two of us. We can we can handle this on our own, can we? I yeah. think we can carry the show. Yeah, I was gonna say we can uh, do all the heavy lifting. We. We love when Franklin comes, and we love when special guests come. But if it's just the two of us, or hey, folks, yeah. if next week it's just me by myself, we can do this. Many podcasters do just solo uh, podcasts and just interact with uh, the audience and stuff like that when they do it live. So hey, we can do it too. Well, you but, know, without without Mother Frankier, I've got no one to disagree with me though. Oh, I, yeah, can, I you know what? I'll put on two different hats and I will play the role of a uh, devil's advocate. Uh, just do it, or, or yeah, I'll play the role of Franklin every now and then, just to <laughs> just to spice things up. You know, <laughs> yeah. what what's, what do they call that? Uh, it's just like fake news or something. Like that. I just do it just for the ratings. <laughs> I don't know, uh, whatever you want to call it. But before we start, too, I just wanted to say, uh-huh. you know, a happy belated Canada Day to my uh, peeps in Canada there and. Yeah, True. Fourth of July, uh, you know, coming up uh, for my American friends. Um, stay safe, people. Yes, please. Whether you're listening from the U.S. or listening here at home in Canada, uh, we had our birthday yesterday. What was it? One fifty-three? One fifty-two? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's one fifty-three. People at home, if I'm wrong, please, uh, you right. let me know. Um, but yeah, people all around the world, whatever holiday. They're celebrating coming up soon. Be safe with everything going on in the world, the pandemic and everything. Just all we ask is for everyone to please be safe out there. Uh, the numbers, we we won't go off on this tangent, but let's just say the no, numbers. No, we're going to talk about Tesla numbers today. Yes, the Tesla numbers. numbers. That is that, yeah, not <laughs> COVID numbers, Tesla numbers. The numbers that we actually yeah. want to see go up. That's, you know, buddy, that's an awesome segue. I love that. Thanks. The numbers we want to see go up. Uh, are actually here and let me as um, as we talk about this let me see if I can pull up the tab uh, I guess the numbers came out yesterday or today I think might have been today yes today I read it today so <laughs> yep it, it must have came out today. like what are the chances it came out yesterday like I don't think it's ever come out on the very Listen, first heck, day of the new quarter <laughs> someone's gonna tell us okay like immediately but hey guys it was yesterday <laughs> true true <laughs> Christian Federico says hi. He's uh, live yeah. in the in on, in the Facebook chat, so you can listen or watch us live, folks. If you're watching right now, thanks for joining us. But you can also catch us on the podcast on TuneIn and uh, Apple Podcasts if you want to listen to it any other time, or you can catch the uh, the video on on YouTube at any any later time too. Uh, just saying hi to. Uh, uh, Christian there, but getting back to the numbers, the the Q2 delivery numbers now. I will ask, yeah, I was going to say, I'll, I'll ask uh, you, Paul, because I've got your ear right now, or anyone else. No one else to ask. <laughs> anyone else uh, uh, watching uh, live yeah. or listening live. 
were you surprised by these numbers? 90,650 cars delivered. Not only was I surprised, I mean, I was floored. Uh, I did read uh, the electric article the other day um, prior to the release of these numbers. So uh, I know that Fred was optimistic. Can we say Fred on this podcast? Yeah, I think we can. Yep, um, yep. Yes. Yeah. The other effort, yeah. You can say <laughs> yeah. Fred. Uh, but yeah, it was totally floored, man. Like, uh, the, you know, Fremont was closed for half the quarter at least, right? Yeah. So this to me is uh, really incredible. I don't know how they ramped up production that much or what factor the, Ch- the China uh, Gigafactory played in uh, these numbers. I don't know if they've been broken down uh, yet. I don't know. You know what? Um no, the only thing that they broke down, well, I'll give you the numbers right here. Uh, production of model SNX, 6,326. Delivered, 10,600. So as you can see, they had some in the pipeline already produced, or, or yeah, produced, but not delivered from Q1 for model SNX. Model 3 and model Y, which is no surprise, that's where it comes the bulk of Tesla sales now. Uh, SNX, uh, sorry, 3 and Y, Production, 75,946, so almost 76,000 produced and delivered 80,050. So once again, you have about 4,000 in the pipelines that were made in Q1 mm-hmm. and uh, delivered. So so a total altogether production of all, all their cars, S, X, 3, and Y, was 82,272 production. And they delivered ninety thousand six hundred and fifty. So just, just, uh, just over eight thousand were in the pipeline there. So that means, yeah. like, I guess they couldn't get them delivered in time or something like that. Uh, to, yeah, to... they 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 have pretty um, strict rules or conservative rules about when a vehicle is sold through. So my guess is that those vehicles weren't sold through in time uh, the previous quarter, but. Let's kind of focus back on what they did produce, because that here to me is the story about how they produce this many vehicles with the Fremont uh, plant being closed for half the quarter. Yeah. And that's why I'm really interested to see if we'll get a breakdown of that number in terms of how many were produced at the China uh, Gigafactory. Because this is, you know, this blows away the analyst estimates, which, which were about 70,000 just, just a few weeks ago, right? Yep. In terms yep. of uh, how many cars Tesla would produce. Um, matter of fact, that might have even been the sold-through number, seventy thousand. So, this is exceptional performance. And if you're a Tesla shareholder, full disclosure, I am not because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Me too. But you yeah. idiot over here. <laughs> okay, so you got two idiot clowns here from Canada who did not buy any stock. And uh, for those of you who did, you know, have a party, man. This is going to be a fantastic uh, time for you guys and uh, enjoy. Yeah, um, Christian in the uh, in the chat is saying China produced about thirty five thousand of those. Uh, oh wow! Fantastic. I, yeah, yep. Uh, I thanks for chiming in on that. I don't know if that's just your estimation or you heard that from somewhere, but thanks. Uh, I'll take you for your at your word. Um, looking at um, electrics, all these numbers are coming from electric. Uh, they're coming from Tesla, but electrics is yeah. what I have up on the screen for the for the um, article. Uh, Nine, so basically, they delivered ninety thousand cars. Uh, they're up five percent year over year because last year um, is up quarter. No, oh, sorry, quarter quarter. Uh, they did eighty eight thousand 
during last last quarter. Uh, yeah. So they're sorry. They're down. Fire, oh, they're, sorry, let me. I, I completely <laughs> butchered that. Right. They're down. They're down five percent year over year, which it's mind boggling. That's a good that, number. In yes, my mind, like given what happened. There was a pandemic, a global pandemic. There is a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm talking in past tense. There is, uh, and the factory, like you said, which produces the majority of their cars was closed for half of the quarter and they still managed to uh, chug those numbers out which it's it's yeah. unbelievable now i guess we have to wait for the earnings call later later on in this quarter i guess uh, and then we'll get to see the numbers but well, just the the, the, the production yeah. numbers and the delivery numbers are are amazing well you know fred's on a roll right so he seems to think that uh you know break even is is possible uh, he seems to be in the know. I mean, he nailed those, you know, that production estimate, uh, you know, over and above what the analysts were able to predict. So you got to like Fred's point of view right now. So if he thinks that it's going to be break even, there's probably a good chance. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. No, Fred, yeah. Fred, Fred's in the know. Um, yeah. Ryan, Ryan wins. Um, uh, is in the chat, and he says uh, their target this year is five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I don't know if he's talking about overall. Or yeah, it's the, overall. Yeah, yeah, overall. Okay, I don't know if if he was talking about uh, China because he mentioned something about it. Um, but Rob Spritzer, a buddy of mine, Rob Spritzer, uh, b- brings up a good point. Uh, what did it do to the stock today? Because you you touched a little bit about about the stock earlier. <laughs> uh, yeah, it went up. If I remember correctly, about ten percent, eight percent. It's it's basically. I think it was nine percent. Yeah, somewhere around So I say eight and eight or ten, and you say nine. Okay, so that's perfect. We're we're on the like same page. Hair. Yes. <laughs> uh, let me take down Ryan's uh, picture here, so we don't lose viewers. Um, so. Holy crap. So yeah, yeah. No, you're you're right. Seven point nine five percent. So did it close at at twelve hundred or eleven hundred? Twelve oh eight dot six. So wow, twelve hundred. And now uh, I briefly saw, and I forget who it was. Uh, in my travels today, I saw some stock analyst or some person, uh, company or corporation or analyst had uh, is now saying Tesla's gonna go over to the two thousand mark, over over two thousand mark per share. So you know I, why I'm confident that's gonna happen? Because it's already twelve hundred. <laughs> no, because I don't own any shares. Yeah, I know. If I own I, shares, look out, people. I mean, it'd be going the other direction. But because I don't own any. You're in good shape. That's believe <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Rob's also saying uh, get in before S&P inclusion. Um, I mean, this is all stock nerdy stuff. I don't know. Not calling you a, a, a nerd, Rob, or anything, but I don't know how that um, that kind of stuff works. So from what I've heard, it's a positive thing. Will it – is it a long-term positive thing or a short-term positive thing? Who knows? Uh, well, I think we've got to get an expert on <laughs> I think it's long-term positive because I still don't see the competition on the horizon. I really don't. I know there's other EVs out there, but they can't, just can't match what oh, Tesla's able to offer. No, they can't, you that know. Nikola company is supposed to be really good. Oh, yeah, paperware. <laughs> you got to love paperware. <laughs> know. You, know, when you, you announce something, but you, don't, uh, you haven't actually made one, not even a prototype. And I'm know. not knocking it. I mean, more EVs, the better, right? But at least when you announce something, have something to show. Exactly. You don't have a good track record. Right? No. You know what? It, I'm, we could do a whole episode 
on uh, Nicola. It's funny. I was uh, away for the weekend last weekend with some friends, and uh, my buddy brought up uh, uh, Nicola. And he said, oh, they, they, they're supposed to be doing pretty good with this badger coming out. And I'm like, buddy, I can't get into the details because I don't know. I'm not an expert. But I said, from what I've read, I said, stay away from that. <laughs> stay far away. Don't invest. You'll lose your shirt. Well, He's you like, know- he was like, yeah. Really? You think so? And I said, buddy. And then he started talking about how they were leaders in hydrogen. I'm like, yeah, that that should tell you a lot. Hydrogen is. <laughs> Where's hydrogen now? Well, their stock has been on a tear. I mean, in fairness, and I don't know how much is uh, you know based on the fundamentals. Uh, I, I doubt very much of that actually is based on the fundamentals. I think right now there's a little bit of hype around uh, not just Nikola but other uh, uh, companies that are doing the hydrogen hybrid stuff. You know, I think Ballard Systems, some other uh, companies that are seeing a huge bump lately. So I read an article about it, but I don't remember uh, in the article you know, the why part, because I do know that hydrogen has not fared well if you look at consumer vehicles. But there could be an edge case for it that's not consumer, right? So maybe it works in a, uh, in a transportation industry, for example, but it yeah. doesn't really work. For consumers, so we'll see. It, you know, until Nikola actually um, has something that they built and they're going to have shipped, I, I'm really skeptical about their consumer product. I, me too. I agree. I, I like to see them roll something out on a stage, yeah. like not by four people pushing it <laughs> either. Like, <laughs> you know, we we've got a lot of um, like the Flintstones. Remember the Flintstones? Yeah, they yeah. They're no they're inside part? peddling. <laughs> um, we've got a lot of people in the chat room, which is great. Like Christian, I just put Other his up people? there. Yeah, it's talking about the stocks and S and P inclusion and stuff like that. How he says it's going to be valued at twenty percent. Raymond's uh, and Robert uh, chiming in, and Ryan's talking about NKLA. I have no idea what this is, guys, but I take everything you say at face value because you got to know because I don't. So thanks for uh, thanks for letting us know that. I have no idea, but I'll right. take your word for it. But no, but <laughs> anyways, what, let's get back to the numbers. Uh, yes. What I should have done, and anyone that watches or listens to this podcast uh, on a regular basis knows that I do the utmost amount of research before this show airs just to get my you know stuff in order. And then when I tell you that I have no idea about what the competition or other manufacturers did, then you'll know that I'm making that up completely when I say I do research. Because what I should have done is I should have got the numbers for the other manufacturers and see what like GM or Ford or um, They're down Toyota. My understanding is that the auto, automobile industry as a whole is down about 30% on deliveries is what I read. 30%? 30% and Tesla's down 5%. Wow. So... <laughs> It doesn't take a genius to yeah, figure do out the what's math. going on here, right? Do, yeah, do the math. Okay, see, 30%, I'm, I'm actually quite shocked by the number. I thought it would have been a little higher, but, you know, who knows? That's I, pretty devastating. Oh, it is. Uh, Don't get me wrong. It's, it's, yeah. it's a bad number. If it's you a were a number. CEO of any <laughs> any of those companies, yeah, you'd be, like, thinking, yeah, 30% is not bad? <laughs> well, yeah, they're, they're not sleeping too well, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I don't imagine for no, a lot of reasons. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, but here, here's let's do a little uh, segue. Okay. Now, it's great that Tesla did all these numbers and pushed out all these cars, and and a good portion of those were Model Ys. Mm-hmm. But 
it came at a cost. I think. I think it, it came. I think. I think it did. I think that it came at a big cost. And this is our, our next article by Inside EVs, and uh, one of my uh, uh, buddies, Ryan Shaw, shows this video right here. But anyways, it's basically talking about delivery uh, and production issues with the Model Y. How the Model Y. Now, I don't want to turn the show into negative, but I want to, you know, let everyone know that. We can love Tesla. We can all be fanboys, but we could sit back and say when we see something that isn't right and call it out, right? I mean, like I said, it's not it's not a bash session here. I, if you but, don't do that, Dax, I think you lose your credibility. In my opinion, right? Oh, so, exactly. Yeah. You know, like it's like I said many times in a lot of my videos when I'm about to say something that is, um, you know, critical of, of what Tesla is doing. Right. I always say it's, you know, it's not always sunshine and roses. Right. No. There are some things that are challenges that need to be dealt with. And, you know, I don't know how necessarily Ryan went about did this. I'm, I'm behind on my YouTube videos. I haven't actually seen uh, his video yet, but I've seen a lot of others on the uh, test on the Model Y issues. And, you know, if, if, if people don't raise these issues, then. You know, perhaps they're not going to get fixed because people won't realize that buyers are having these problems, right? So they're just busy churning out cars. Yeah, right? they're they're busy churning out cars, but at the expense of, yeah. in my opinion, putting out. And and it's not. It's, let, let's get this straight. It's like anything else in life where the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Whereas we never talk about the positives as much as we talk about the negatives. So maybe this is why maybe some of the negatives are uh, rising above the majority of positive things. So maybe the, it's it's one of those scenarios, but they're turning in from what I've seen. And, and, and I can, I like to think that you I can, well, I did a video, but some people might say, oh, well, you saw one or you saw two. But yeah, okay, I saw two. Granted, it wasn't like, dozens that i saw or hundreds that i saw yeah i saw two but the way i look at it is i saw two out of just a random amount and maybe some people can say oh, yeah well we're sending canada all the crappy ones <laughs> maybe they are who knows right but i saw two that we don't complain as much we're, yeah we're very docile exactly yeah we're the sorry nation right we're always sorry and apologetic and uh we'll we'll take it <laughs> that aside i know that's not true but but we you can know, be placed yeah if anyone hears my doorbell going off in the background, just ignore it like I'm, a, like I'm doing. <laughs> this is live. Um, no, what I was saying is like, you know, I mean, you can put out as many cars as you want. That's great. But you have to have the quality. And especially when you're buying here in Canada, and I forget what the state's price is, but here in Canada, it's like upwards of $80,000. When you're dishing out $80,000 for a car and you're getting charge port, that that are like lifting above that shouldn't be and should be flush and when you're seeing and and let me let me say but from the very beginning that's what i should have said i'm not a door panel or a panel gap guy like before tesla and people started complaining about panel gaps i couldn't tell you what a definition of a panel gap was i didn't know i learned it from being in the uh in the test tesla environment and and community I didn't know, but so I'm not big on panel gaps. Like I'm sure my car, I don't even know it. So I'm sure if I went out and looked at it, or so I got some expert to look at it, like Sandy Monroe, that he he 
walk around and show me panel gaps on my car. I've had it for two years, and it doesn't bother me if I did. So what I'm saying is for me to notice these things on the Y, which is a brand new car that, that a customer just paid 80 grand for, uh, and other things, it's not just uh, take panel, you know, I, I mentioned panel gaps, but take them out of the equation, take, put them aside for a second. Like little things that, uh, that I didn't even film when I did that video. Yeah. I didn't even film. There was just stuff that was like um, down at the bottom of one of the doors. There was like a rough patch of metal. And I'm like, okay, well, that's just the paint that dripped and they didn't, or the clear coat that dripped and they didn't polish it properly or didn't wipe up the excess or something like that. And my friend that owns that uh, detailing shop, he's like, no, that's the metal. It wasn't the paint; it was the metal. And and it, it, for me to explain it, I know it's not coming across properly. Uh, you'd have to see it. When I saw it, I, I put I just put my finger um, beside it. It was rough, and like they're putting that kind of stuff out, and and different mm -hmm. things like in in Ryan's video. I, I think Ryan, the reason I know you said you didn't see it, Paul. The reason Ryan made these videos because he's been, I think, as of this video, he was the second or third uh, appointment he'd made. For them to fix different trim things, uh, the seat back seat not being uh, even and level, and some of the things because and I get it. I to, to to Tesla's point, I get it. They couldn't fix because the car is so new and they're still like working out kinks. So I get it. And you know maybe uh, one argument could be said and tell me what, if you agree with this, Paul, that because it's a new car, it's a new production year. It's very well known in the automotive industry, never buy the first production year because all manufacturers have to iron out little wrinkles and kinks and stuff like that in, in, in all their new production. So you're almost, if you, if you do, you take a chance, you get what you take or you deserve what you get. Do you subscribe well, to that? Um, you know, yes and no. I mean, I think you know, back to the your panel gaps and quality issues. If you look back at the 70s and 80s, right, uh, and the early 90s too, I mean, you know, it was horrific what was coming out of these automobile manufacturing plants. Uh, I think that for the most part, the companies that have been making cars for a long time have, have kind of figured that out, right? And I think because Tesla being, you know, let's be honest, a relatively new, um, automobile manufacturer they're actually a tech company <laughs> you know i don't even call them an automobile manufacturer and if you look at what people are you know typically called a triple constraint right so you've got uh cost you've got quality and you've got time right so i think that these are conscious decisions that tesla is making around the boardroom right so time is probably their number one um you know concern getting these vehicles out there and then quality and cost probably cost is number two and and you know, quality is number three, and, and that's that's why I think that you're seeing some of these examples. Uh, they just, you know, they're going to figure it out. But right now, it's if you look at the triple constraint, it's not their highest priority. That's no. my personal opinion of it. Yeah, no, it isn't. Well, it, it it certainly doesn't look like it's their highest priority. But Elon did put out an email to all his uh, employees uh, last week or the week before, talking about that exact same thing, talking about. Uh, quality issues and how they have to tighten their belt. My words, not his. Um, yeah. In 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 the email, and it was a leaked email. I think 
I think Elon knows any email he puts out there now is going to oh, be sure. is going to be leaked. <laughs> so he, I'm sure he words it. He's not a stupid man, as we all know. He he words it knowing that it's going to be leaked, um, and he can, you know, that's how, I guess how you can control what's leaked too, right? Yeah. Well, do you remember when the Model Three first came out, right? And they were producing them in their temporary like tent uh, assembly line, right? And my understanding, my understanding is the same thing is going on with the Model Y, where they're being produced in some temporary assembly line, you know, under a tent somewhere. And if you think back, right, when the Model Three launched, I mean, it was very similar. And I think some of the issues back then um, were that some of the parts were being assembled by hand, right, like versus a robot. And yeah. there was an article actually this past week about this very thing where Tesla needs to get to the point where it's automating more of this manufacturing to deliver, I think, predictable and, and higher levels of quality, right? That's that's my personal belief. You know, it you know, you're right. You're right, it, it is. Um Rob Rob in, in the chat's talking about uh, where is it here? Yeah, right here. Uh talking about the the design with the Model Y and how he's saying Issues and, and production issues aside and delivery issues aside, uh, he's, he's saying his best advice for new Model Y owners is to uh, PPF the, wrap the rear doors. And mm -hmm. it's true. I When I was looking at it, and it was, you know, it, it's so what, – when I went to pick up my car, where I saw it was at a, a detailing shop where I go to and I went to pick it up yesterday. I was showing my wife it for the first time, and I was showing her it, and – uh, she was like, wow, it looks so much like the three, just bigger. And th that's exactly it. But one of the m uh, characteristics that I found that uh, no one really talked about, actually, you know, I shouldn't say nobody. Uh, who was it? It was, oh, the, a YouTuber. And, I'm, and I apologize. I'm about to plagiarize you, and I can't remember your name right now. A, a, a big YouTuber was talking about it, uh, how the difference was in the back end, the back wheel wells for the rear wheels. Uh, it flares out more so on the Y than the 3. Mm -hmm. And they were saying how uh, that is gonna, that's going to get the brunt of a lot of rock chips and stones and stuff like that flying up, just like what Rob's saying there. And uh, that's going to need to be have some kind of protection. Also, uh, the front wheel well where it ends before the front door starts yeah. on, on the Y is designed differently too than, than the three. It sort of comes down and out, which exposes the front wheel a little more, allowing more of the rocks and stuff like that, to, or, or maybe in the wintertime, sand or salt to kick up onto the, onto the rocker panels into the back. So... Yeah, uh, I, I completely agree with Rob. You're going to have to um, find a way to PPF that. And I've noticed a lot of manufacturers now that have that flare out on the back wheel well, uh, they, they from the factory, they'll put a little triangular strip of PPF like on, oh, wow. on the car. Have you, you ever noticed that? No, I've not seen that. Yeah, no, a lot of manufacturers do that now. Just, and I, you know what? It's one of those things where... I can see Tesla down the road will end up having to do something like that too. Well, they sell that kit, right? And you know, maybe they should be applying that kit before they deliver. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, well, that's the thing. You're, once again, the argument uh, is there. You're, you're spending eighty thousand dollars. I keep saying eighty. And these are American. These are Canadian prices, folks. Um, let's say fifty-five thousand dollars. 
American. Yeah. Uh, you're spending for for fifty five thousand dollars for a car. Should you really have to go back and spend another fifty dollars for a kit, or should that? The argument is, should that be included? Just food for thought. You know what I mean? So once again, like I said, I don't like I said at the beginning. I don't want to make it sound like the model that we're like putting down a model Y or we're talking no, not crap about it's, it. It's the it's best game changer. Oh, of course. Let's be and, honest, and, right? and like every, like a lot of experts have said, and like Elon mm-hmm. has said, it will be the right now, maybe before the Cybertruck, it will be the biggest seller uh, Tesla out there. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Make, make, make no doubt about it. When the SR version comes out, when the seven seater comes out, it will be. I mean, it is already right. Uh, if they had, in, if if they could, they. And this, I don't want to go off on a tangent like I usually do, but uh, that's okay. S- some people we talked about. Yeah, some people <laughs> talked about in the last few weeks that uh, there's some demand issues or demand problems for the Model Y with with the pandemic and everything. There isn't. If they had, like if, it, if it. they can sell everything that they produce, if they ha- could produce more, they would sell them. So yeah, yeah there's not going to be you, no issue there. Do you know, or maybe some of the someone uh, viewing this might know, but uh, what's the what are the VIN numbers up to on the Y? Last I heard, it was fifteen thousand. Uh, well, the, the one one of the two that I had in my video yeah. last week was near around i don't want to give out i saw the vin number i don't want to i mean i don't even memorize the specific vin number but it was in the fifteen thousand. and the other white one was around the 12 or thirteen thousand. but yeah that that that, buddy that was last week up here in canada so what they're probably putting out the door right now today july 2nd could be what 20 20 25 yeah who knows I think by the time you know they hit you know, 30, 40, I think they're going to hit their stride, right? Yeah, and, just like the three. You know, Ryan's three, I think, was a very early. I wouldn't be surprised if his VIN's like you know sub thousand. He was one of the first, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, and you know what? And that that happens, right? I mean, but right? I mean, and you can't compare them both. I mean, I'm looking at mine. Mine was uh, twenty eight thousand when I got my three, yeah. and. I didn't see any issues with it. Not not the same kind of issues that are coming out with the Y. Um, but at the same time, we didn't have a pandemic where we had to try to get the numbers up for Q2. Yeah. Uh, was it Q2? It was, yeah, it was Q2. Yeah. yeah, it was Q2 2018 that, that I got my car. So, I mean, they're completely different animals as much as they look alike and everything. They're completely different animals. You can't compare 2018 vin numbers to 2020 vin numbers it's just it's just unfair to tesla to do that but like i said mm-hmm. it's not about you know bashing tesla or anything but it's calling a spade a spade but it is the best car out there like i mean hands down if i could get one okay here's my question to you paul or question yes. to all all the people that are listening or, or live now if you could get one tomorrow money aside and everything knowing the potential of the of a production issue that you could get uh, like a bad whatever, would you get one, or, or would you wait? Or okay, no, 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 not if you would wait. Would you just get one in general? I, I'd absolutely get a Y, and you know that we've been trying, we've been shopping around our Model X, you know. So I'm I'm ready to to pull the trigger on a Y. Uh, <laughs> I just you know I need to get uh, a reasonable offer on my Model X <laughs> first. Yeah, so no, far I, I haven't. I don't know if that's COVID related, but. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, I buy, I buy now. 
I wouldn't yeah. have bought it two months ago. I would want to wait a little bit for them to, uh, you know, get some of these little issues out of the way, and yeah. hopefully they have. And, and don't get me wrong. Uh, we're going to move off this topic in a second. I, I don't want to uh, dwell on this too long. Don't get me wrong. All these issues that we're talking about are fixable. Yeah, it's but pretty minor when you yeah, think about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the experience, the software and everything, the drive, the battery, like the, the important things, in my opinion, are all still there and all work great. It's just the minor things that you would have to take back into service. And that's where some people would say, well, I paid $80,000 or $55,000 US for, for it. I shouldn't have to take it back in there. But trust me, you think other manufacturers like Mercedes and BMWs and Jaguars and uh, uh, Audis don't have these issues from time to time? I guarantee you, especially with a new model, I'm sure they do. We just don't hear about it because Tesla enthusiasts are a particular type. And and that's not throwing stones or anything. I'm I'm one of them, right? I, I it can be particular. But I think it's gone mainstream too. Like it's you know it's not a bunch of you know Tesla fanboys out there buying Tesla's car Tesla cars. I mean, obviously there's some, but it's well beyond that now. If you look at the numbers, it's it's mainstream people that are just looking for a vehicle and deciding to buy a Tesla. But I do want to talk about you know one last thing on this topic, right? And that that's the JD Power thing from I think it was last oh week when that God. came out. Right. And, you know, and, and I agree. I mean, I read many articles about it and the how they measure that hasn't changed, I think, in a number of years. If I, if I recall the article correctly, like you know, 30 years or something. And with Tesla, you're buying more than just a car. Right. You are buying an experience. I truly believe this. Right, you're buying technology that you won't find in any other vehicle at that price point, or at any price point. Right, so you have to factor that in in terms of the owner's overall satisfaction about Tesla. Right, it's not necessarily about you know a door panel gap here that might be somewhat minor, or you know the entertainment unit is too complicated for you to use, or something like that. Right, like this is. Yeah. In 2020, this is a new breed of, of, of experience, and that's what it is. And I think it needs to be measured differently, personally. Yeah, and J- like you said, J.D. Power doesn't measure that, right? They, no. No, they, they measure one thing and one thing only. And then we can talk about how some people were saying that uh, you have to support or be a member or give some kind of monetary – it's yeah. an old boy network, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, a club, a club that if you don't belong to anyway. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Jose Jose S said he got his Y this past Tuesday, and his VIN was seventeen thousand. Oh wow! Number. Okay. Now, can I, if if Jose's still there, uh, chime in? Do you have any issues? Any glaring issues? Or were they all minor? Or did you have any issues? Do you have any complaints about the car, Jose? I'm not going to wait for him right now to, to talk yeah, to us, but, but I'll just say, yeah, yeah, yeah it, exactly. Yeah. So, no, I'm glad you brought up that JD Power because I was um, I was going to bring that up. But um, let's move on. Like I said, we in, in a few in a few months, if not a few weeks, maybe this quality issue, production issue, will be a thing of the past, and we won't even, uh, we'll, you know, what I mean, we'll we'll be talking about something completely yeah. different. It, it will be, and you know how I know. Just <laughs> sorry, I know we're going to move on, but just yep. very quickly. Uh, How do you know? When I was in for my hardware three upgrade, I had uh, for the Model Three, I had another Model Three loaner which had a VIN number of like one hundred and 
50, 60,000, whatever it was. And man, I didn't see any gap issues. Like I went over with a fine tooth comb. So I guarantee you they're going to fix these little issues and uh, they're going to pump out some extraordinary uh, cars uh, going forward. No doubt about it. Yep. Jose answered us. He said, trim issues on passenger side, no gap issues. Awesome. So that's really great, man. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Good to know. And just like we said, moving on. Yes. This is big news. This came out. Uh, I woke up this morning and, and heard about this. So Elon mm-hmm. in his uh, midnight Twitter session must have been uh, very active. This article is brought to you by Tesmanian. They put out some great, great stuff. I mean, everyone, all, all the, um, the, I guess, what do you call them? News, news places picked up on this because they're talking about uh, the autopilot rewrite and some of the upcoming features. And we all knew that it was coming. We all knew that it was in the works. I shouldn't say we knew it was coming. We knew that it was in the works, but we didn't have like a time frame or an estimate or something. But I guess late last night, um, some guy named Hold Mars uh, at Hold Mars blog on Twitter said, hey, how's autopilot rewrite going? You guys calling it (laughs) PlaidNet? I didn't even (laughs) see that part. So Elon responds, going well. Team is kicking ass, and it's over. Uh, and it's sorry, and it's an honor to work with them. Pretty much everything had to be writ- rewritten, including our labeling software. So that's uh, so that's it's fundamentally three D. That's I don't know. He put it in in three D in quotes for some reason. Uh, every step yeah. from training uh, through uh, uh, interference. Interference, yeah, interference. So oh, I, I don't, yeah, I don't get that last part. But basically, he's saying everything had to be rewritten. It sounds like from the ground up. So yeah. they're they're kicking it out, and and that was fine. He's saying that he's going good, and you know, teams doing good. So a follow up question was made by uh, Tesla owners East Bay, and he said, any update on reverse summon? Like they weren't even asking about, I guess the the rewrite they're just asking for that and elon responds to that and this is all in the same vein and in the same uh, conversation he said a lot of functionality will happen all at once when we see transitions to the new software stack most likely it will be re- releasable in two to four months now let me stop there he, he wrote more but let me stop there and let's uh, analyze that for a second paul i'm yeah. gonna ask you a question you okay. know, you know Elon's timeline, right? Yes, I do. I know Elon's timeline, and when he says two to four months, take it. Okay, you know what? Okay. Let's let's just double it. So well, for, go ahead. Before you go there, right? Yep. <laughs> in fairness, in fairness, his timelines have improved. It's getting better. Huge. Okay, so uh, you know, I, I really when I look at that number, you know, I don't automatically think double anymore. I think that. You know, it's getting better in terms of his predictions. But let's pause for a moment. I just want to talk about what makes Tesla different as a company, because this is a really great example. So imagine you're any other company and you invested all this money into the software system. And then you realize that it's it's not really going to work and get you to where you you want to be. Right. So a lot of companies would, you know, oh, well, we made this huge investments. We're just going to muddle our way through and and patch here and there and that kind of stuff and um, just create problems down the road. What does Tesla do? They throw it out and they rewrite it, right? And that is a, a very um, amazing sign of an innovative company 
know, that's willing to do that and you know fail fast is what you know some people might call it right that's what tesla does and that's why they're going to be the leader no other car company is is doing this type of thing right they can't even write their own code <laughs> no can you know you you know what i never thought of it but you're you're absolutely right and this isn't to blow sunshine up your ass i'm just saying you're absolutely right because <laughs> because thinking about it yeah can you imagine a ceo the ford ceo on a monday morning boardroom meeting uh saying that we have to and, and one of their one of his people from one of the teams comes in and says we need to rewrite our software and go in a completely different direction yeah. can you imagine how that conversation would go it would not go well <laughs> no it, it would not <laughs> I, I can guarantee it wouldn't go well so yeah you're absolutely right for them the, the innovation that they do and and the might I even say bravery to sound corny bravery that they have to endure to say you know what this isn't right we need to do this to get to where we want to go so we're going to push what we've been working on for the last three or four years aside taking some you know cues from it I guess piecing it apart taking some stuff but we're going to basically wipe the board clean and start over that's basically what they're doing for the betterment of the company, the betterment of technology, and the betterment of the uh, the consumer experience, right? So, there was, or safety. There was, there was another company back in the day that you may have heard of that, uh, under the leadership of uh, Steve Jobs, who oh uh, uh, know, Microsoft. Was, <laughs> what? That's Microsoft. a joke, right? <laughs> Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Microsoft. Go ahead. Steve Jobs. Yeah. Is Apple. I know. Who <laughs> yeah. you're worrying me? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but you know, it's the same time he would throw out products that were like almost ready to ship. Yeah, right? I've, I've heard of throw this. Throw them yeah. out, right? Yeah, and you know, it, it you have to have a vision of your company and a vision of where you want to go that drives your decision making. That isn't just you know, hey, the shareholders are going to have a backlash if we scrap this and spend more money, right? So you know, there's been comparisons here and there between you know, Steve Jobs and Elon Musk. Um, you know, some of them, are, you know, rightfully so. And I think when it comes to innovation, uh, that's one comparison I would be, um, you know, supportive of because I think, t- you know, Elon has that as well, right? He's a perfectionist. He's wants things to work and he's innovative, and that's what happens. Uh, you throw code out and you start again. Yep. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, there's been a lot over time. There's been a lot of comparisons between. Uh, Steve Jobs and, and Elon Musk, <laughs> and 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 the, and the two companies that they've both um, you know parented or, or established for years. There've been there've been comparisons to them in in how they operate a company, how they grow a company, and how they um, how, how the companies are, are so similar. But to continue with just Elon Elon's response, because I wanted to pause with the yes. uh, reuse for uh, a long pause. The, no, no, I know for the two. Well, okay, but. Before we continue, <laughs> I know we're pausing even longer here. Uh, two to four months. What do you? What's your guesstimation? Three point five. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That, that sounds fair. Three point five to six. So what? We're we're in the second half of the year now, right? July just started. So could we see something by the end of the year, possibly? I hope before the snow falls. Yeah, that would be great. Oh yeah, because yeah. yeah, we wouldn't be able to, uh, up here in the Great uh, White North. Uh, us, us Canucks up here wouldn't be able to uh, take advantage of it unless the rewrite incorporates that. Who knows, buddy? Who knows? Well, maybe in the rewrite, it's going to be a way to get the ice off of our cameras. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows? You know, it's it's funny. I was just I, I was walking by a parking lot today, and I, I think I sent it to you and Ryan. A picture of a, a Ford with a backup camera. You did, I, and it I, had yeah. the no, it had the spray nozzle, and I'm yeah. like, if a Ford can do this, <laughs> you know. But you know, the thing is though, like I actually I, I dove into this a little bit because I did a video on it a while ago, and you know Elon I, I think doesn't want to have the mechanical parts that are usually associated with with that type of a nozzle and spray, right? And he had, I can't remember the details now, but they did patent something, um, you know, that could be used to keep the cameras clean, but it's oh. not mechan- It's not mechanical, right? Okay. Yeah. Because hmm. we know Elon's always been all, you know, about less parts. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So now I'm, now I'm going to finish off Elon's <laughs> <laughs> tweet. So after the two to four months, he then said, then it's a question of what functionality is proven safe enough to enable for owners. So it sounds like, obviously, we, we know Tesla's typical for this, and it's a good thing. They don't just release something and throw it all out there. They, they give it out in baby steps. So when yes. the rewrite does come, it's not going to be a, fl- a flip of the switch and we're all going to be like on this. Definitely it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be some kind of integration, some kind of merging with the existing software. Now that might be the hardest part, the transitional part. Um, I, I, I'm not a software writer, so I don't even know how it's possible. People may be listening to me at home thinking, what are you talking about, Dax? You can't mm-hmm. do that. But I'm just assuming that it's not going to be just a flip of the switch. It's going to be a gradual thing where they're like, he's saying here, uh, it'll be a question of what functionality is proven safe enough to enable. So slowly but surely, they're going to be enabling things. And with checks and balances, just like how the street, the the traffic lights and stop signs right now are, you know, in baby steps and beta and all that. And they're slowly getting better. Like we, we've seen it with your, your video for 24.6.3, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you see, we're, we're able to go through green lights now. Uh, when a car is in front of us, yeah. So, yeah. It's... yeah. Oh, but by the way, have you anyone at home that's got twenty four, the newest version twenty four dot six dot three, or even dot one? Have you noticed how good Navigate on autopilot is now? Like, maybe it's just crept up on me in the past couple updates. But I was driving home today from Toronto, and the whole way. Like now, maybe because I've tell me, Paul, when you drive on mm-hmm. Navigator on Autopilot, are you on Mad Max or are you in the one right below that one? Which I think is I'm called. on. Um, I can't recall if it's average or medium. Yeah, average. I think. More, yeah, it's yeah. average. I think. Yeah, I'm not ar- on mild. <laughs> You're not on what? I'm not on mild. <laughs> no. Yeah, and I think yeah, it's average. That's the one below Mad Max, and that's the one I think I'm on too. Because Mad Max, I think it just changed lanes a little bit too much. But that was months ago. So since then, I've been on on it. And, you know, it drives incredibly smooth. It knows when to get out of the fast lane. It knows when to go into the fast lane. Yeah. It's it's amazing. It's like, it's, might I, might I say, it's, it's as good as I would expect it to be. Now, people may, at home may be thinking, no, it isn't. It's, it's a personal choice. But I think it's pretty good. I, I think, yeah, you know, it's every time there's a major kind of release like this, it absolutely gets better. And you know, the odd time you take a step back to make two steps forward, 
don't get me wrong, but you know, for the most part, we've seen vast amounts of improvement. And one of the things that I've noticed lately is that uh, it seems to anticipate how real people drive, right? Because you know what happens, like when you put your signal on, right? At least in North America, I don't know if our European friends are in Asia or Australia have the same issue, but you put your blinker on and then people don't want you to kind of <laughs> get in front of them to pass the car that's in front of you. So they speed up. Oh yeah. So I've, I've actually felt the car sensing this, right? And making its move, right? And driving like you have to, like you can't put on your signal and wait 10 seconds because someone's not going to let you in. That's just the way people drive. Yeah. Not me though. It's no, that you're absolutely right. That's exactly what I've noticed too. And, and perfect example, come a couple of times coming home today, uh, I put my signal on, but a car was just going way too fast. So that car went and it gave me the red lines and everything. And then another car behind it was going not the same speed, but basically if I had left it to do it on its own and had my foot off the accelerator, it would have waited for the second car. But what I found that I did that worked is I just pressed the accelerator a little bit. It sped up and closed the gap between the other car that was in front of me, but yep. enough of a gap with the car coming up to my left in the fast lane that it had enough space and time to get in and make the lane change. So I find if you just yep. tap the accelerator a little bit, that gives you enough of a gap and the car thinks it's safe and it goes in and it does it so smoothly. It's, it's like butter, baby. That well, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, definitely the car is going to have to adapt and Tesla software is going to have to adapt to this use case because I don't see people changing their driving behavior anytime soon. It's like I see a blinker, psh, they speed up. <laughs> yeah, no, It's going to exactly. continue to be an issue. So uh, I think you're going to see in a safe way, you know, as things progress, I think you're going to see the uh, autopilot become a little more aggressive. Right? Yeah, and, and driving like people drive. Yeah, it, it will. And you know, it's funny. On uh, on a side note, we were talking so naturally about the last topic, and then I brought up this software thing. Unbeknownst to me, trust me, it wasn't planned as a segue because Franklin's not here to, to segue me. <laughs> but that was actually our next topic. And when I was looking for the next topic, and you were talking about the software, I realized, hey, wait, we're already talking about it. So I put I the that. screen up. Yeah. Or maybe you knew. Maybe you segued I mean, it. <laughs> you gave me the topic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's uh, it's interesting that you know what I think. Getting back to what the last thing you said, where you talked about it being more aggressive. Yeah, it it definitely is a little bit and it will get more. But I think when all is said and done and we get to level five autonomy, I still think full autonomy or full autonomous cars, they will always be the more careful, the more cautious driving style because it'll never compare to some of these yahoos that drive like maniacs oh, out yeah, there, yeah. which we know it won't, but it'll always yeah. err on the side of caution for safety, which at the end of the day, when it's driving my family around, or it's driving my kids around, that's isn't that what we want? We, we want it to be safe, right? So Yes, and but you know, on that point, right, if you think about a human driver, right, let's take that same use case where you're, you want to pass a car and it's in front of you and you're going to go into the left-hand lane, which is the fast lane, or the right lane if you're in UK <laughs> or some other... <laughs> countries but um so where was he going to go with this i was going to go somewhere um 
but I've lost it. I lost it. Don't you hate when that happens? Yeah, but you know, it was so profound, and I just, I just lost it. Um, okay, I'll give you time. We've, we got lots yeah, of time. Come back. Yeah. Ah, I was going to be on a roll. <laughs> well, so what were we talking about? We're no, talking no, no, no. We, we got time, buddy. I can wait. <laughs> dead air is only dead air in radio. This isn't radio. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's I can, true. We, I can play here. Let me pull up this again. I can play tic tac toe while you think about it. Oh, you can. Okay. Now, no. I don't think people out there want to watch my brain work. So actually, uh, my brain's malfunctioning. When it comes to you, just when it comes to you, again, just uh, interrupt me and, and jump in and okay. tell me. But uh, these guys in, oh. in a no go <laughs> just <laughs> testing me. Yeah, <laughs> these guys in the chat are talking about um, getting back to the last thing Franklin was saying. He 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 suspects October November for the major software version uh, yeah. upgrade time because he's been doing and I wish he was here to explain it himself. He's been doing this sort of kind of non official uh, guesstimation of how many people are left to go over to hardware three that haven't got the the hardware three upgrade yet and he yeah. he figures it's just under fifty thousand uh fleet wide which fifty thousand is a drop in a bucket so they're basically yeah. on the i think what he's trying to say uh is basically on the tail end and they've got it obviously and he mentioned this in one of the previous podcasts before they've got to get those cars upgraded the majority of them obviously other than a, a handful of stragglers, they've got to get those upgraded before they put out any any rewrite, for yeah. lack of a better word. So, yeah, I mean, and definitely most of them. But, I mean, I just had my 2017 Model X upgraded to hardware 3 like a week or so ago. Right? Oh, yeah? So, you know, if, if they have any kind of order that they're doing this in, I mean, Which that's pretty positive because, well... <laughs> I have to believe there is some kind of order. Oh, you that. think so? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, there has to be, right? So if you look at, um, you know, when they went from AP one to AP two, right? I want to say that was in uh, what towards the end of twenty sixteen, right? Uh, if I if my memory serves me correct, so our June built twenty seventeen Model X just got the upgrade to hardware three. I think they're pretty far along. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know the X's were upgradable to three. I thought they yeah. could go to two point five. What was it before? Two point five or two? No, it's two. Two. So okay, yes. but there are Model X's out there that have AP one that were built in twenty sixteen, and I had one as a as a loaner, so I know this for a fact. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it would make sense yeah. if you paid for FSD and you had a hardware three. Sorry, uh, hardware two X. Why wouldn't you be eligible for the upgrade three? Uh, upgrade exactly. To the three. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And you're right. And that's the easier one, right? That they could do in your driveway with a mobile. No, service. I had to go in. I, you did? There was talk. There was talk about it being done in the driveway. I don't know if anyone's ever had that done by a Texas Texas Ranger. <laughs> it's a baseball team. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> a, a Tesla Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, the point being that. Um, you know, it's. I think they're hitting the tail end now of, of vehicles that need to be upgraded. So, I, you know, I think that's playing into the timeline, right? And AP one, obviously, we can't. Those people cannot get upgraded, so they're, no. they're stuck on AP one. It's a different system. Yeah. 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 No, no, you're right. Um, getting back, 
and maybe this will jog your memory for your point that you're trying to make. Getting back to the um, the update, the 2020.24.6.3. Yeah. What you know, I get it that these are engineers, and I get it that there's a lot of subversions and versions and little tweaks and everything. But can they not make these version numbers a little more <laughs> more user friendly for discussing? <laughs> it's, it's so no. long, 2020. Dot twenty four dot six. It's just um such so yeah. so much of a mouthful. But anyways, yesterday, July first, Canada Day, and I don't know if there's any correlation to that because Elon, his heart is with Canada sometimes, right? We all know his connection to Canada. You're a Canadian citizen. Yeah. So did he do it as a Canadian birthday present for us here in Canada? Who knows, right? But Who it knows? came out. It came out yesterday in mass to to uh, Canadians, and. Mm-hmm. Everything it had in the States, it has, and I'll just run down the list, uh, traffic light uh, and stop signs control where now you don't need to. If there's a lead car in front of you coming up to a green light or coming off a red, if there's a lead car in front of you, you don't have to acknowledge it. You don't have to by pressing the stock or pressing the accelerator. Driving visualizations, improvements. I, I haven't seen that. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Have you seen any? A driving visualization I, improvements? You know, I, I remarked on it in my last video because it, it's one of those things that it's such a, um, uh, you know, it just happens where all of a sudden the visualizations look really good. I'm like, whoa, these visualizations look really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? So I think, that, I think there has been an improvement there. Now, the backup camera improvements, that was... Oh, that is the best. I, yeah. I love that. On yeah. top of driving home today with, like I mentioned before, on my beautiful, relaxing drive home, and there was some rush hour traffic. Rush hour traffic, folks, has come back to the greater Toronto area, uh, even with the pandemic still and the quarantine and people are still supposed to be staying at home and it's the summer. There's still rush hour traffic. It, it was great two months ago when there wasn't, but now it is back. So even with the rush hour traffic, I still had a nice, relaxing drive home. And I couldn't help but keep it on the backup camera or the rear view camera screen and then the two little side marker screen the whole way home. Like I, I wasn't even looking at anything else other than the road. I was being safe. But it's mesmerizing, is it not? Those two little clearance or, or what are they called? Repeater cameras? Yes. <laughs> but, but, you know, I'd, I'd like to see um, what they've done is great, right? I'd like to see them go one step further and somehow utilize the front camera to give us, especially when we're parking, like backing up or whatever, I know uh, what a you're true say. 360 degree view of the vehicle, right? And that's that's been around for a long time. I mean, yeah. I think Tesla would be the last manufacturer to actually uh, <laughs> give us that, right? But you know, Tesla's gonna be like Apple, you know, they'll be the last to come out with it. It'll be perfect. But it'll be perfect and they'll, Tesla or, or Apple will turn around and tell you, this is why you need this now. You didn't need it back three years ago when Android had it because yes. we've made it perfect and this is why you need it. But, you know, Tesla can do it now. Some And I've heard this has been requested by some people to, to Elon for a while, and he's had different responses to people. So yeah. I don't know if it will come. I hope it does because that would be cool, and yet it's something that we really need. But something about the angle of some of the cameras or how they're situated yes. and angled, we may not get a true 360, but you know how Tesla is with their software. They could manipulate it. They can. They have 
awesome engineers, they can make it happen somehow, whether they have to stitch in some blank spots, which there shouldn't be any blank spots because apparently all the cameras on all the hardware cars now should be able to th see 360 degrees, right, for full, for full self-driving. So in essence, there shouldn't be any blind spots, but there may be like down by the where the wheels are, there may be blind well, it, spots it there. Like in, in combination with the ultrasonic sensors, right? You know, I think that... Oh, true, yeah. I think that somebody, some genius at Tesla can do the math, right, and extrapolate so yep. that you can have a 360-degree view. I'm, I'm pretty certain they can do it. And it's probably on their list, but who knows what the priority Yeah, true, like that is, true. Right? Yeah. And, it's, and it's one of these requests that, and then, like I said, it's not just one person requested. This has been multiple re requests for this. It may be one of those things where it's just like, where we're when we're least expecting it, it just pops up, just like, just like this uh, side markers or these uh, repeat cameras. They just yeah. showed showed up, right? Yeah. Tesla doesn't say, yeah, it's coming, you know, or they don't give us like, it's not like a, it's not like a TV show where they show you coming up next week. Or coming up in the next yeah. edition or the version. So, uh, Dash came. Yeah. Sorry, one, one question about that. Um, I read somewhere that the camera um, that's on the inside of the vehicle that that's been lit up now. Um, we can't actually see a recording of it, but I do see a blank box that's labeled front uh, when you are looking at your. Um, dash cam footage or sentry mode footage actually better to the point um so i'm wondering is is that camera live now are you talking about the interior camera the interior camera okay well in this i was getting i was going to get to that but let's talk about it now oh sorry in, no 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 i was only going to get my what you're talking about i never heard of but i was going to get to yeah. that camera in this version yeah it's called the cat the cabin camera and it yeah. has been turned on. If you want, you you can opt in and opt out for it. Um, really? In the U.S., it hasn't been turned on in Canada yet. Okay. In the Canadian release, it was not. It was nowhere to be found. So obviously, mm -hmm. there's probably some privacy Privacy's issue that yeah. they have to get around, or I can't imagine this Transport Canada department, but maybe it's, it has something to do with Transport Canada because you know we're always a few months behind. A, the u.s so yeah so it it, well, it is in an opt-in uh option in a menu in in the u.s version yeah and they say it's for safety and they're not going to tie to vin numbers and stuff like that so we'll have to wait and see would you would you turn that on if given the choice uh, you know that's a that's a really good question uh, it depends on what value it brought to me, right? If if turning that on meant that I didn't have the nag, I, I would absolutely do it, right? Um, if turning it on meant that they could... Like let's, edit, let's say it could see if you were watching the road. Attentive, right? like, yeah. Yeah, so there's already you know other manufacturers that do this, right? They can see if you're watching the road. So Super you don't Cruise. Have nag. Super, <laughs> I didn't want to say the word. It's, oh, sorry, you know. the S word? Sorry. <laughs> yes, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, you're right. And so I, if that's value to me. I, I don't like the nag. I would do it if there was no nag. But if there's no benefit to me, right? And, you know, anyone who's got teenage, you know, kids who are driving, like, you know, 16, 18 or whatever, yeah. I don't know if I want that camera on. I, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to be going through my footage and see something I don't want to see. Oh, I th- I see what you're talking about. I th- I thought you meant from a safety point of view, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Um, no, you know what? I my my conspiracy mind, and I'm not a conspiracy freak. Don't get me wrong, folks. I'm I'm yeah. half joking when I say that. But part of me wonders, like, because remember, down in the states, Tesla in in some states, Tesla is involved with insurance, Tesla insurance, right? Yeah. How would that tie into Tesla insurance? They say they're not mm-hmm. recording it. Or, or identified by VINs, but something's got to, there's got to be something there to say that you get into an accident and you get the car written off and you've got Tesla insurance and they, and you have that option checked off. You mean to tell me that they're not going to maybe look at that footage to see if you had your phone in your hand as you were headed right to that ter- overturned semi truck? Like, well, that-, that, that begs the question, right? If that, data is going to be sent to a server at Tesla or if it's only local or, and whether you'll be able to control that or opt in, opt out based on where the data goes. Yeah. Right? If it's all local, then they won't have access to it unless you give it to them. Right. But if it goes back to their servers, yeah, absolutely. They're going to look at that and say, Hey, you were texting. Sorry, you're uninsured. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Hold on one second. I am got uh trying to fix something here are you still there yeah i'm here okay well maybe you can okay i just lost the screen for a second okay um and let's just run down just quickly the other the other improvements uh the dash cam improvements i don't know if you tested that out now it puts that little red dot which never thought of it that's that's how they can do it once again a, a praise and a shout out goes to the tesla engineers the software engineers for thinking up of that something so simple just putting the red dot. The scrubbing still could do some work, I think, because you, you put your yeah. finger and it still jumps around a little bit. But putting that it's red dot by where it triggers, yeah, it's better. First time I tried it, the red dot didn't come up. But I think the problem was between the uh, keyboard and the chair is the same. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, super <laughs> supercharger charger improvements. Um, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe that has to do with the S and X, how they've upped the V3 supercharging for those cars to... Ooh. 225 now i heard so maybe that's what i did not hear that yep pay-per-view supercharging i don't know what that's about i should have read the release notes a little bit better tune in radio oh tune in radio improvements i'm a big tune in radio guy yeah they did do a lot of improvements on on the interface now a it works a lot better and it doesn't doesn't skip and stuff like that like or not even skip it sometimes it's just it just wouldn't play but now you can uh skip backwards and skip forward 15 or 30 seconds i believe it's just the, the interface has got a lot more rich richer and better well, in my opinion maybe there's hope that they'll make improvements to spotify because yes think yeah. and add let's say apple music or something uh, then, I, then i'm a happy camper yeah yeah hopefully uh also yeah because yeah you, you did a video a few months ago about uh, your spotify uh, I ended up canceling my subscription. Yeah, yeah. The, inter- the interface is uh, not good. Yeah, in my opinion. I mean, people might like it, but uh, it didn't meet my needs. Yeah, walkway door lock improvements. Now this, this is, is great. Yeah, this is great. You know what? It's great for some people. For me, I don't know if I would use it, but for certain people that need, like would like it, like, do you put your car in your garage? Always. It's in See, my garage. so that's it's a perfect example for that, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. No, because uh, there's been times when I've gone out to the car to get something, and I don't have my phone on me, and I'm like, so. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. And then, then you're, then you're like, sort of screwed type of thing. Yes. Yeah. On route battery. You're screwed. Yeah, you got to walk fifty feet. On route battery improvements. So okay. that's not. Yeah, that's like it'll it'll um, warm. Sorry, on route battery warm-up is what I should say <laughs> if I had read it properly in the first place. On-route battery warm-up. So basically, just like superchargers, when you you plot it in to a destination to supercharger, it wants to precondition a battery to optimum and it only did it for superchargers. Now it does it for any kind of level 2 or any kind of third-party supercharger you're going to. Yeah. And new language support, I think, uh, Portuguese, if I'm yes. not mistaken. So our, our Portuguese friends can now uh you don't have to do it just in english you can do it in portuguese and the camera that isn't included yes. uh and then there's something in, by the way this article was brought to us by tasmanian again uh there was something they're talking about not all of that was in the release notes was it no no like i mean they they like the paper use supercharging i don't yeah. remember seeing i that. did not see that the new battery you know, warm-up i didn't it, see that Okay, so now they have uh, a lot more wheel configurations too, and this this is brought to us by our, our friends at uh, Drive Tesla Canada. They're, this this is the first time I'm reading this, folks. So once again, this is how much uh, research I do. So you can actually do your wheel configurations between the 18-inch arrows, whether you put the caps on or not, or without caps, like naked wheels or no naked wheels. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, and they also do it for the zero-G uh, wheels, too. So they're giving you more more uh, configurations. So you're... And you know what it's for? It's for when your car when your car is in your... You're looking at the car in the app, you can actually get a better, true representation of your car in the app. Well, that's kind of... That's the little things. Eh? <laughs> I know. It's, it's the little things that... Uh, but anyways, um, it's... It's a good improvement. I'm glad it, it came out. There's a bunch of videos here and stuff like that. Because, oh, by the way, speaking of, I've just scrolled down here to the uh, backup camera. Mm-hmm. Y- you have to see my backup camera. Now, I know if Rob is still in the chat there, uh, Rob is the only other person that I know that had a problem with the backup camera. I know I've asked all you guys, and I probably no. belabored no, the, the problem of the the issue with you guys and you're sick and tired of hearing it. But mm-hmm. since my hardware for everyone else at home that, ha- that hasn't heard my story, I'm going to bore them with it. Since my hardware three upgrade, my backup camera has gone to crap. It's darker. It's grainier. It's just, it's fuzzier. It's the quality is like, I don't want to come. I was almost going to say a car company, but let's just leave other car companies. It, it's crap. So I mm-hmm. thought it was a software issue. I kept waiting for a new software, a new update, a new update. And we've been, since I've got hardware three, I'm probably on four or five different hardware, up, uh, sorry, software updates, and nothing has fixed it. Someone at the Oakville Service Center had said, oh, yeah, it's a software thing. Just wait till you get some service, some uh, software updates, and it'll fix it on its own. Well, I've waited. I've waited long enough. Rob waited. Like I said, Rob was the only other person I know that had that issue. He found out, I guess, uh, I, don't, I forget, he told me, but I forget what service center he, he 
went to, but they replaced the whole camera itself, the hardware itself. And he says that was the problem. It wasn't software. It was software, but it wasn't. It, what it was is the the hardware three upgrade broke or damaged the camera itself. Hmm. So, so thank God Rob had had it out of warranty because he's got so much uh, kilometers on his car. But mine is still in warranty, so I'm gonna do a, a service appointment. What was the cost on that? Do you know? Did yeah. You Rob was saying it was, this is in Canadian dollars, if I remember correctly, I thought he said it was $140, $130, dollars including labor, which isn't bad wow. at all. Yeah, That's not I, bad at all. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like three, four, five hundred dollars would charge you like $1,200. Yeah, bucks. yeah. Wow. yeah. It, <laughs> I'm saying it's not a bad price, Tesla, but please honor my warranty because you, my camera was working totally fine before the hardware 3 upgrade. And now it isn't. So I got to get that fixed. And the reason I know it's even worse now is because getting back to the, the new update here was you're driving down the road and you can have the the repeater cameras on the bottom, just like I have in the picture here, where you're and your backup camera on the top. It's like, pardon the pun, night and day difference watching those clear, crystal clear repeater cameras on the bottom and watching my 1995 camera on the top it looks terrible mm-hmm. so i gotta go get it three megapixel oh buddy it's like yeah it's like a <laughs> webcam like what you're probably watching here <laughs> it's it's terrible so i gotta go get that fixed and that's my little aside tangents and stuff like that what i want any any closing thoughts paul on the uh software update or you do that no none here i think uh, we've been pretty comprehensive yeah <laughs> Okay, this is not Tesla-related. Let me see if I can get rid of this first. Um, stop screen. This is not Tesla-related, but I want to show you. There was some kid in um, in a, one of the towns. It's not a town. It's a big city here in the greater Toronto area that um, just, I don't know what he was doing. I, don't, I didn't read the full article. Once again, that's how my, re, my extensive research. But someone on their home security or something uh caught this footage this guy this kid i think he was 20 years old he was driving so fast that he went off the main road it wasn't a highway but it was a road on to this residential street he flipped his car i I, i'm describing it to people that are just listening to it and and if there's one time you want to actually watch the youtube video you got to watch it at this part at the one hour and 14 and a half minute mark that i'm going to play this video for you in a second it, the car flipped multiple times it looked like it must have flipped like 10 times the amazing part and i can't even recognize what kind of car it is uh, the amazing part is this kid walked away and he's got a lot of uh fines that he's getting but compl- <laughs> yeah he should do jail time i know um it should be criminal what he did because thank the lord Nobody was on this street like a kid playing in the, in the summer. Yeah. So I've, I've teased this long enough. Let me play the video here. Can, you can see it there, right, Paul? Yeah, I can People see it. At home. Okay. So let me play this video. There's no, I don't think there's sound. Even if there is, you're not going to listen, hear the sound. But look in the top corner there. This car takes out a parked car, almost hits the tree, almost takes out that green electrical box, and comes to, like, it must have flipped. God knows how many times. And this is residential. This is yes. not you know off of a highway or freeway. Exactly. 
cra- this is absolutely insane. Yeah, you see tires flying everywhere, coming off rims. Like, yeah, it's amazing how he didn't kill himself for one, but it's it, just thankfully he didn't kill anyone else. Like I said, he walked away. It's not a Tesla-related story, but it's just an automotive-related story. So I wanted to just describe that to any uh, audio listeners or and show the video for anyone that's watching at home. Do you have now? I don't know. If, were you on since on the podcast since I've been doing this little uh, episode, not episode, but a little segment in in the podcast where we talk about uh, our weekly Tesla experience. If you've had any Tesla experience during the week or the last yeah, two weeks, yeah, you 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 were. I think I was on one show. I think it was on the when you started that. Actually, okay, okay. My memory's yeah. bad, buddy. I don't remember what I had for yeah. breakfast. So, That's so okay. I, pop- I didn't remember what I was going to say earlier. So. Yeah. Do you do you have something that you want to mention? Because I did, but I sort of already <laughs> talked about it, <laughs> so I sort yeah. of spoiled it. You know, I'm still not doing a lot of driving, so. Yeah. You know, I I don't really have anything that stands out. Um, unfortunately, I just not doing enough driving. Yeah. Okay. No worries. Well, so we, we, you'll have we, to carry this part of the show there, Dax. No. Well, I was gonna say I, I had one, but really at the end of the day, I, I talked about it already because it was I was gonna talk about my experience with the Model Y, seeing it in person. Yeah. But I already yeah. talked about it, so so I sort yeah. of uh, <laughs> was premature on that one. <laughs> so <laughs> well. Uh, no, let's keep oh, it clean. Yeah, pulling up uh, Rob's uh, uh, comment there. It was 135 for the replacement of the backup camera. So if you ever need to replace your backup camera, folks, that's not uh, scary. That's not out, scary of, out of pocket, there you've got a, a precedent already set. Uh, he's also gone on to say it's perfect now, and he did get it at the Kitchener Service Center, and it was hardware three that screwed his camera up. So there, thanks, okay. thanks, Rob, and uh, any. I'm going to give you guys, I know I should have done this earlier, but I'm going to give you a 10-second window here. Anybody that's watching this at home have any questions that uh, Paul and I can uh, try to answer to our best knowledge or maybe the people in the chat room can answer before we sign off here. We're at about an hour and 17 minutes, and I promised Paul it would be an hour, and I'm 17 (laughs) minutes in the negative for Paul. Okay. That's okay. I, I planned for 90 because you said 60. <laughs> Is that the Elon conversion? <laughs> yes. Elon oh. and Dax conversion. Yes, yes. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> I, I, I try to okay. respect everyone's time as best as I can. Uh, we just get carried away. We get we get to talking, yeah, it's right? It's, it's fun, yeah. 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 So, so, folks at home are watching. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, like I've always said in the past, you can – just get me on social media, any of the social media things. You can reach out to me. You can e- even email me at teslatalksquestions at gmail.com if you have any questions. Or just ask a question while we're um, doing it live. We try to do it live. We've been doing it live consistently since uh, we started yes. probably 12 weeks ago or so. But before we go, Paul, thanks very much for coming on on the show Thank once again. Where, again. Yeah. where where can people find you and see all your wonderful creations? Yeah, on just about any social media, it's just Tesla Connect. Um, yeah. You know, my main where I spend most of my time is youtubecom Connect. Uh, I like making videos. You, you, you do a good job of it, buddy. If you yeah, haven't seen yeah. his last video, he did a a walkthrough of uh, the latest update that we were just talking about, twenty twenty. Uh, 
dot twenty four dot six dot three. I can't believe I remember that off the top of my head. But yeah, if you if you heard of what we're talking about, you want to see it in action, go check out Paul's latest video. Uh, latest as of July first, right? That's when you sure. aired. Yeah. Sure. Yep. And like I said earlier, you can find me on all social media aspects under either. Uh, got so many different names. So just just go Tesla. This is where it gets complicated, people. Yeah, yeah. just go to Tesla <laughs> Tesla Talks on Twitter or on YouTube. You're watching it, so I don't even have to tell you. But people that are listening on YouTube, uh, look for me under Dax M. That's D D A X M, and you'll find Tesla Talks channel there. Thanks for watching. We will catch you on the next one. All the people at home, there'll be no merch, Franklin. Uh, all the people at home watching and and at. Uh, contributed to our little chat session there thank you very much we couldn't have had the show without you guys we'll catch you on the next one see you later bye bye <laughs>